Welcome back, everybody, to Coffee in the Library with Pastor Sivale. Pastor, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Mansa. How's been your week? My week has been good. Okay. My week has been very good. I'm hoping to have a very restful rest of the day mm. after you have grilled me today <laughs> with our topics of discussion. Yeah. 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 Today's topic mm. is uh, it's a hot button one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we're talking gender roles in marriage gender roles in marriage now we live in uh, setting the table yeah. we live in what uh, what has been called androgynous times mm. androgyny being uh, we do not like the, the distinction between men and women so we want to just whatever a man can do a woman can do whatever a woman can do a man can mm. do um, it started if I, I would say it started within the marriage but now we're seeing it play out everywhere mm. sports work whatever uh, but at its base level, it's seen within the marriage. Mm. In fact, I heard it said just recently, sorry. I heard it said just recently that if male and female distinctions do not matter within the home, within a marriage, they don't matter anywhere else. Mm. Yeah, they can't matter anywhere else because there it's fundamental. Mm. Uh, and so with, with all of this in mind, that mm. they are, we assume within christian circles that there is a distinct distinction between the roles of the woman and the roles within uh, mm. the roles of the man within the marriage how do we understand that and just to add a bit more spice to this um the idea that uh, the woman is the one who does the cooking uh, in the home mm. especially now in the in a world where uh, both the men and the both my husband and wife work both of them come home and yet mm. The wife, after working the whole day, still has to come home and, and cook. cook. That's really like, ah, no, this is backward, mm. you know? It should, she doesn't have to be mm. the one who's cooking. Mm. Um, yeah, so we, we are dealing with it. These are, these, these are real life questions yeah. on the ground. And so before we get to that overall mm. landing point, how do we understand gender roles within marriage? Do they exist? That's a very interesting uh, topic uh, when we talk about gender roles we're basically saying behavioral expectations based on biological sex mm. and I say behavioral expectations mm. so we are coming with the idea that there is there is a man and there's a woman there's something expected of the man, something expected of the woman. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is even more seen in that close relationship of a husband and a wife in a home. Now, do they matter? Yes, they do. Uh, because once we reverse the order of things, hence the chaos and confusion that we have in society. Mm. Because no one knows what it's supposed to do. And therefore no one is, not, is not, no one is doing anything. Because they don't know what they're supposed to do. But even more, when we narrow down to the home, a husband and a wife, God expects them to know what they're supposed to be doing in the home. Mm. And there it's key, if a wife is not li uh, living as a wife and a husband living as a husband, 
then there's confusion and that confusion will affect the family the community then the entire nation and that's forgetting the church uh, so do they matter yes they do mm. that, that's a very categorical <laughs> answer yes um, they do so they matter and bad things happen yeah. when we switch it yes. our society being a prime example yes. so if they matter how do we determine uh, how do how do we determine what these gender roles are hmm. um, in in a number of cases within the homes it is uh, something the women cook and clean and the guys lock up hmm. <laughs> right yeah. uh, that's a, a a fairly yeah. standard <laughs> standard yeah. example but once again within our our mm. androgynous mm. times if you will people look at that and going and they and they think the women wake up early to clean up and cook while the men are just loafing mm. then the women clean up and cook at lunch and then they clean up and cook at supper mm. and then all the men do is they lock up mm. you know what i mean yeah. and so it's assumed that this is this system that we are presenting mm is oppressive mm. to women because mm. they're the ones who are doing all the work yeah. you know the guys are lawful yeah. so how do we understand the gender roles in light of the fact that we are dealing with a world that is thinking mm. this yeah all that is is is, is 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 couched or is brewing in a society that says there's no god mm. so because there's no god we will determine what we will say what we will set our own pace mm. hence all this confusion now, when you read Genesis 3, where basically the, the Bible records the, the fall of man, uh, when God says to Adam, what have you done? Adam blames the wife, the wife blames the serpent, and then God says to Adam, because you listen to the voice of your wife, and have eaten, that's in Genesis 3, 17. And have eaten of the tree which I commanded you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Mm-hmm. In pain, you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Okay. Thorns and thistles, it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the plants of the field. Mm-hmm. By the sweat of your face, thou shalt eat bread. Till you return to the ground, for out of it you are taken. For you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Mm. I'll get back to that shortly. Mm. But on the woman, in Genesis 3.16, the last part of it, let me read it. He says, to the woman he says, Thou surely multiply your pain in childbearing. In your pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. Mm. Now already from there, you actually seeing God saying, look, because of sin, you will try to overthrow your husband. But he will rule over you. It's, it's what the scriptures say. Yeah. yeah. So now, when we get back to Genesis, mm. we'll get to that. Yeah. Is God created Adam first. Mm-hmm. And that in itself demonstrates to Eve and to everyone Adam's authority over creation. So you think it's not a co- so it's not a coincidence that God created Adam first. No. Why? Why don't you think it's a coincidence? <laughs> because God doesn't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> God creates Adam first. Yes. 
and demonstrates authority. Mm-hmm. Then secondly, Adam naming of animals again demonstrates authority. Mm-hmm. In fact, he's the one who gives who names name. yeah. yeah. Again, it's authority. So what that means is that Adam had to study the makeup of each animal mm. and give it a name. Mm. So he looks at this woman or this creature who looks like him, mm. but it's not him. Mm. He analyzes and he says, woman, woman. Yeah. Well, because you are taken out of yeah. me. Yeah. Well, well, someone said when, when Adam looked yeah. at, uh, at Eve, he said, whoa, man. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Woman. It's like in amazement, <laughs> like wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> so already from there you see yeah. that the fact that she's woman, his man, is clear enough. Now all that Sorry, let me let me yeah. take you back. Yeah. There is a it, it sounds like I'm going off yeah, tangent, okay. but I'm not. There is a, a, a one of these social media theologians or influencers who uh, he said he was talking about how Jesus was in favor of homosexuality mm. because Jesus told Lazarus to come out, mm. right? Uh, which oh, is, okay. yes. So come out is used by homosexuals as, you know, coming out of the closet, come mm. out, be who you are. Mm. And so uh, he says, he goes to the Bible and he says, see, Jesus said, come out, right? Mm. Which is for homosexuals. Yeah. And you are saying, man, woman, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> How are these two not the same things? How are you not doing the same thing that this no. chap is doing? No, that that guy is failing to recognize the context okay. in which the Lord Jesus Christ saying to Lazarus come out. Okay. It's come out of the grave. <laughs> okay. So unless the homosexuals are in their graves. Mm. Okay. But what so it's the context that determines. Yeah. Then man, woman, mm. again the context. Mm. God has created everything. Is Adam, whatever I'm going to name, it shall be. Yeah. God has already demonstrated the authority. the authority and he gives it to Adam. So Adam, what is this? Okay, we'll call it that name. Yeah. Eve comes. Yeah. Eve is taken out of Adam. So Eve is taken out of Adam and God brings Eve to Adam. And Adam looks, analyzes and says, yeah, woman. Yeah. Because she was taken out of me. So it works within the context yes. of the actual The past. context is very clear. Okay. Yes. Back, con- back to gender roles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The context is very clear. Yeah. So now when we use that and uh, in line with Genesis 3, you actually see that from the word go, because of sin, a woman will know will have desires that will be contrary to that of the husband. Mm. And the Bible says, look, woman, yes, this will be your case, but he shall rule over you. Mm. It's like basically saying, look, Adam will win eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's not like we're giving authority to man to abuse their wives. No. That's what God has said. Yeah. Why? Because that's God created order. Yeah. A man, and then the woman. Mm-hmm. Now, when we look at the whole revelation of scripture, it clearly shows us that from even from Genesis, that a woman was designed to, in such a way that he would do certain things which a man cannot do. Mm-hmm. And a man would do certain things which a woman cannot do. Mm-hmm. So for instance, it doesn't matter how much a man cannot give birth. Mm-hmm. Say what you want, sir. None of them has been able to give me scientific proof. Mm-hmm. 
A man cannot give birth. Mm. Why? A man's body is not designed by God to give birth. Mm. He cannot carry a, a, a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. A woman can. Yeah. So, already that shows as a distinction in yeah. a home. Mm-hmm. And a man is supposed to be a provider, a protector, and a priest in his home. Mm. And what do you mean by a provider? A man must work hard to ensure that there is food and there is a shelter for the family. Mm-hmm. A woman is a helpmate. So yes, a woman can work outside the home or within the home, mm-hmm. but a woman is providing help to the man. Mm-hmm. It must not be the other way around. Men should not be home and then allow their wives to go out and look for food and just sleep. Mm-hmm. No, it's a man's responsibility. Mm-hmm. A wife helps. Oh, to use a more easy term, the wife supplements what the man is doing. Mm. The man is a provider. Mm. The man must uh, priest. Must be a priest. And yeah. what does that mean? Exactly again, we go to Genesis. Mm. Adam was supposed to be a representative of the family before God. Mm. That's why God told Adam the tree should not eat from. He commanded Adam, you can eat from anything, not this one. Mm. And most likely, Eve heard those words from Adam. Because there's no way where the Bible says Eve was there when God was telling Adam not to eat from that tree. Mm. So it's Adam's poor job in educating Eve mm. that Eve failed to defend herself before the serpent. I want us just to dial in yeah. on, on what you just said just a, a little bit. Um, in mentioning the distinction between men and women, you said a man is a woman is able to give birth and yeah. a man can't. Where, but everything you've mentioned for a man, a, a woman can do, mm. right? This has led, um, this has led the feminists and a lot of people who are in favor of that movement to say a woman can do everything a man can do, but a man can't do everything a woman can do, which makes the woman better. So the question would be, what is it that a woman can do that a man cannot do? Or what is it that they have in mind? For instance, we've given, we've said, a man, a woman can give birth, a man can't. Mm -hmm. But a woman cannot give birth on her own. I see. Mm -hmm. It needs a man. Even all those arguments, they still need a man. Whether they say, no, a woman, woman, then we are pregnant. Yeah, Yeah. it's not a woman's... Uh, sperm. sperm that impregnated yeah. that woman. You know, it's still a man. So for a pregnancy to occur, if, even if she doesn't know who the man yes. is, even if it's a donor, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yes. The point is, it came, came from, from a man. man. Yeah, got it. Yeah. So God has put that in a man. Mm. That bit, when a man and a woman come together, a pregnancy occurs. Oh, yeah. so so <laughs> a woman can give birth, but a woman can't get pregnant alone. No. So if, if we're going just by biology. Yeah. To say that uh, uh, a woman can do everything, a woman cannot. A woman cannot fall pregnant on her own. Got it, got it. In the same way that a man can't give. Okay, exactly. In a similar light. In a similar light. So therefore, these two are needed. Yes. And the two of them, a man and a woman, form a bond that is strong. And therefore, a bond that is able now to provide other uh, necessities, as it were for an enabling of a good family or for the nurturing of a good family. 
I see. So, so what the world has done is the world has tried to lower um, male and female to their lowest common multiples. Yes. And, and they are saying, for the woman will take your womb, for the man will take your sperm, and that's all you, that's, um, like, that's, that's it. Everything else can be changed, yeah. mismatched, and whatever. Uh, but th- this is, these are the sort of, these are the core elements. So if, if that's the case, when we are looking at, bringing it back to gender yeah. roles, we've seen that they're different. God made them different. Okay, I get that. How do we determine, in fact, you, you are going there, I believe, yeah. with, with the prophet, with the provider, uh, priest and protector. The protector. Yes. How do we determine what the role is for the woman? You mentioned for the man. Man is provider, priest, protector. Yeah. How do we determine, how do we understand gender roles for the woman? So a woman is a mother, and the term mother by its nature gives us this idea of caring, uh, but also sort of sheltering, but also in a sense being protective over the children. Uh, and so the, the mother will provide that sort of uh, soft love, as it were, mm-hmm. while the man provides tough love. Because yeah. the man will be instructing and those while the mother bring, comes alongside trying to nurture and provide that soft love which the child needs mm. for them to grow properly. And then also, we, we see that in a home, the, 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 the wife submits to the authority of the husband as unto the Lord. Mm. And in her submitting to the authority of the husband, we are not in any way saying she's subservient or a second class citizen. Yeah. No, she recognizes that in this home, I submit to my husband as unto the Lord. Mm. And already, by her doing that, she's honoring her God. But also, you see that women don't have issues uh, giving up their last name in order to take up their husband's name. Mm. No, I'm not at the, at the wedding. It's okay. No, no, no. no. That's some. Yeah. Some have. Yeah. Some have real issues. Yeah, but <laughs> what does what does that lead to? <laughs> yeah. Already, you find a woman comes with that. Yeah. He said, "I'm giving up my name." Yeah in order to pick up my husband's name. Therefore, I'm losing my identity to become my husband's identity and signifying that I'm one with him. So even when you talk about cooking and all those things, those becomes an issue if the husband is not doing his duties Mm. in a home. That's when they become an issue. Mm. Break that down for us. So for instance, here is a man who goes out and brings food in a home and then the wife prepares it for the for everyone she will not have an issue with that so um it the wife has an issue with the husband doing nothing yeah if the husband is actually doing nothing if he's doing nothing i see got it yeah. got it but so when the husband is doing something yes there's what, an appreciation yes. yeah so you're not just sitting there yeah. the wife fully understands yes. that this guy isn't just loafing yes he does something he's doing something and that something is for the good of me and the family got it got it so um the gender roles the gender roles require a certain level of sacrifice on part on both 
from both parties. Yes, and more on the husband. And it, what do you mean more on the husband? Because husband, it says the husband must love the wife sacrificially. Why are we getting that example? Christ's example. I don't like where we're going with this. <laughs> but continue. Yeah. yeah. The husband, it's like the standard of you loving your wife is what Christ has done. Christ loves the church sacrificially. He gave his life for the church. He didn't give his life and so can do the church is doing what I want. No, he gave it willingly for the good of the church. So the husband must be willing to sacrifice his own life for the sake of the wife. Mm -hmm. That's one. Two, Christ loved the church purposefully. And he, had, he has a goal, or he had a goal. Mm. Is that when he gives his life for the church, he will present the church before his father's throne mm. without photo rings. Spotless. Yes. So a husband must have a purpose in loving the wife. You sacrifice, mm. but purposefully. That my wife, when I present her before God, there should be no, no wrinkle. He basically saying, my wife should not have an excuse of complaining before God. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But also, Christ loves the church practically. Mm. He did something. Other than that, say, no, I love you, I'll get you the moon. No, no, no. He wasn't just loafing. No, mm. he did something. Yeah. Then also, fourthly, he loves the church in a sanctifying way. To make her more like himself. So when the husband is loving the wife in a sanctifying way. Yeah. But basically saying the husband must love the wife in such a way that the wife is growing not only in her personality but also in her abilities to fulfill her calling on earth or in life. What that means is you do not try and suffocate your wife. Yeah. She's an individual with talents. Help those blossom. So if I've got you correctly uh, if we're talking about gender roles in terms of cooking and cleaning and locking up, we've missed it. Yeah, exactly. We've, that's not even the conversation. Yeah, we should not even go there yeah. because those, those just fall in place. Yeah. If we begin with what God wants us. Yeah. Yeah. So that if a husband is provide, is loving the wife that way, yeah. providing leadership, yeah. the wife begins to clearly see what her place is yeah. in that marriage. Yeah. And as she begins to see her place in that marriage, she's finding her feet yeah. in that marriage and therefore doing it with joy. Yeah. And I always go to Proverbs 31, which young men like to, to toast around in front of, looking for a Proverbs 31 woman. <laughs> yeah. The first nine verses talks about what I call a man of noble character. Mm. It says he must not be one who is given to wine. Yeah. He must be one who speaks on... on to match wine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, it says to wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He said, do not... Those who linger to my wine. He says, speak for the voiceless. Yes. Okay. Yes. And he also said, a man who gives his strength to women. Mm. Then he now begins a woman of noble character. Mm. Who can find her? Mm. But from the stand order to verse 31. Yeah. There's somewhere where he says the woman as she's doing what she's doing mm. 
in a home. She's been given that latitude when you look at Proverbs 31. Yeah. She goes out there, sees a field, buys it and brings food from afar. It says, a husband and children will rise up and call her blessing. Mm. Why? As she is doing her role and finding fulfillment and joy, mm. the husband and the children are benefiting. Yeah. But also, in the husband loving the wife as Christ loves the church, the children and the wife are benefiting. Mm. Therefore, they're helping each other and looking forward to do that which pleases one another. Mm. But if I'm going to simply say, no, I'm also from work, you cook, then you have missed it all. Yeah, that's not even where the yeah, That's not what we start yeah. from. Because if we understand the, the, the gender roles mm. as God intends them or God has revealed, you find that a man will not have an issue if I'm home early. Yeah. I remove the relish. Yeah. Even start cooking. Yeah. Maybe when my wife comes and finishes, yeah. why? Because God has endowed her with gifts that I don't have. Yeah. I don't even know when to put salt. Yeah. 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 She knows. Yeah. It's just natural. Yeah. Just like you don't complain about, okay, have we closed, have we locked the gate, have yeah. we locked the door? It just, it just in your wife, you're yeah. a priest and you want to ensure that your home is safe. Yeah. 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 So I. That's a, that's, that's a very good breakdown. Um, from what you've said, not only have we missed the point if we're only looking, looking at it in terms of cooking, cleaning, and locking up, but also these gender roles, these gender roles apply even in the absence of children. Yes. Even if, even if you have no children, yes. you can still live out this ethic. Exactly. Even if you have no money, you can live, <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Yes. Uh, you, if you, you even even as a homeless married couple, yeah. you, a hurricane comes through, it blows away your entire house, and you're homeless for the next whatever couple of months. You can still live out this ethic. I find that to be very yeah helpful. Why it's it, because that's what God intends. Yeah, and it's and you can even see it's 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 in us men, mm-hmm. but a husband. You find that even just I always mm-hmm. this example when there's lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, and it's so scary. You find that my wife and my kids will be running towards me. Because mm. somehow they, 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 they think <laughs> I can stand between yeah, them yeah. and lighten There's safety this Yeah, side. there's safety yeah. this side. Yeah. It, it's, but it's rare that they will, I'll be running to my wife. Yeah. But when the kids want to eat, yeah. <laughs> they don't come. Like, this guy can protect us yeah. from lightning, but we know where but we are <laughs> where, where to go. Yeah. So that's what we need to, to realize. And I always argue that even when we, we argue about no, a woman can do this, and how come up to now we don't have females in, in Chelsea football club, mm. male, mm. to compete in UEFA Champions League? Mm. The pace, the intensity, yeah. and everything yeah. is not conducive yeah. for it's a woman. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether they are bodybuilders, yeah. it, it's a, she won't fit. Yeah. Usain Bolt, mm. 100 meters, mm. why haven't they put a transgender there to compete with him? It's... The, 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 they are built different. Yes, they are yeah. built different. That's how come, even when you look at the, the records, mm. the time, no woman has beaten Hussein records, mm. uh, Hussein Bolt's uh, record, yeah. record yeah. yeah. Why? Because the way God has built a man and a woman is different. Yeah. So we can argue and argue. The yeah. point is, we always argue that if a man is not doing what God requires them to do, yeah. women 
want to overthrow them. Yeah. Getting back to Genesis 3, yeah. your desire will be contrary to your husband, but he, will but he shall you. rule over yeah. you. God's created yeah. daughter. God's created daughter. That's why this fight, it's, 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 it's a fight. Yeah. Genesis 3, once yeah. we get there, you see that this is a fight that is there. So landing this yeah. plane, since it's a since it's a since it's a fight, mm. since there's this tension, yeah. I'm assuming it is the it is the role of the Christian household to model this to model what is right and true. Yes. Um, the husband graciously leading and the wife graciously submitting. Exactly, and and what and that will not just be in words; mm. it must be practical. Yeah. Once that no woman, I challenge the viewers, no woman mm. who will be treat, treated like a, a queen would want to throw that away. Mm. It's only when you're treated like a slave that you begin to say, ah, no, this is just too much. Mm. If your wife, husband is loving you as Christ loves the church, mm. you are his number one object only next to the place of God in his life. No lady, no wife out there wanted to treasure that for anything else in the world. And lastly, what is always interesting is, it is in the countries where Christ women have more rights that they cry the loudest. Yeah. What do I mean? Saudi Arabia, another place, women are not even allowed to drive. <laughs> They're quiet. Yeah. No, it's like us now. The moment we give you freedom, <laughs> you want everything. Yeah. Remember, your desire shall be contrary to your husband. Yeah. But he shall rule. But he shall rule over you. And my plea is husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church. Mm. If you don't know what that means, read Ephesians 5. Mm. Break it down. Mm. Pray over it and let God help you. Mm. And I can assure you, once that is true in your home, mm. by the grace of God and the help of the Holy Spirit, your wife yeah. will, will submit yeah. to you as unto the Lord, and there will be no such complaints. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Read Ephesians 5, and then go to Genesis 1. Yes. And then read from there until you get to the end of the book. Then after that, you go back to Genesis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you very much, Pastor. That was very helpful. Um, we shall take a short break here from one of our friends, partners, and or sponsors. And then uh, we'll get back to our book of the week. Two shoe salesmen went to an African country in search of market opportunities. After months of searching, they found very few people wearing any shoes at all. The first salesman sent a report saying, there's nothing here. These people don't wear shoes. The second could not contain his excitement. Send everything. They don't have shoes yet. You see, the problem was never the facts on the ground. Other universities teach you what to see. At ACU, we show you how to see. The African Christian University, enrolling now for 2022. Welcome back to segment number two. This is our book of the week. Pastor Sivali, take it away. All right, thank you. Uh, the book of the week is The Kingdom of the Cults by Walter Martin. And so what he does in this book is that he, he looks at the major cults and uh, religions, or rather uh, uh, the cults 
and uh, religious uh, groupings uh, that have occurred in history and that still have an effect now. And he tries to show them why they're called cults. So you'll have the, the Mormons, the Jehovah's Witnesses, the, the New Age cults, and the Baha'i faith, Indonesian, Buddhist, Islam, Christian science. He, goes, he shows all those and gives details why he calls them cults. And really, his argument is that when you look at all these religions, they begin with someone claiming they have a revelation or God spoke to them. Mm. So it's like God just speaks to this indiv one individual and then this one individual begins to propagate what God has said to them. Okay. And he said, but look at the scriptures. Yes, God has spoken, but look at Christianity. God has spoken to Christ as a final communication avenue. But before that, he was revealing himself at different times through individuals. And all these individuals, when you add their story, it was pointing to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And so he shows that Christianity has its genesis not in the heart of man, but in the heart of God. Mm -hmm. While all these, it's me, and this is what I want. Mm -hmm. But then secondly, also he shows that all these cults, have some Christian elements in them, still showing us that they've borrowed a lot from the from the Christian Christian faith. Mm. And I find this book to be very helpful, especially those of you out there who don't know how do I uh, talk to my Jehovah's Witnesses friends or Islam or Mormons. Uh, Walter Martin helps you to have some some basic elements of understand some understanding. Yeah. Of, uh, of these cults, and that's how I can approach them to talk to them. And also, it helps us to see that don't engage in arguing, but simply uh, understand where they're coming from and help them as you uh, point them to the scriptures. And so, this book helps you to understand their beliefs and their genesis. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. And uh, what's our rating for it? Easy to read, one being the easiest, ten being the hardest? Being, this has comprising a lot of history. Mm. And a few people like history. Mm. Yeah. So I'll put it at eight. Okay. Because it begins with historical elements yeah. and then now shows how that can be seen in some of the religious movements yeah. today. Excellent. And I'm sure it can be used as a reference book rather than reading the whole book and just going there. Let's say you want to look at the Mormons yes. or Jehovah's Witnesses, mm -hmm. what we would call Vachitawala. Uh, yeah. yeah. And. Uh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, okay. Thank you very much, Pastor. This has been Coffee in the Library, episode something. We are glad that you joined us for this episode. We're looking at gender roles. Hopefully, you have some comments for us. We'd like to hear from you. Post it wherever you can, whether this is YouTube or Facebook or whatever. We'd like to hear from you. Uh, Pastor Savali and I are also on the social media platforms. Our links will probably be in the description somewhere. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Bye.